Welcome to Half My Age, a weekly show in which a 25-year-old adult and a 50-year-old child help each other make sense of the world. You're being so cautious right now. I wonder if uh, if 2021 is like the year of uh, a, a new overly cautious Mrs. Philholm. Right. We're turning uh, off notifications. We're checking to be sure that the recorder is on. We're double checking to see that the recorder is recording in the right place. Hmm. Uh, you seem very um, uh, like you're like you're walking through a checklist. Maybe it's because you've been spending a lot of time with a person who spends a lot of time with checklists. That may be true, but it's also because I've been spending a lot of time, I think, applying for jobs and also building comedy shows. So I've just been, maybe that's it. Maybe I've just been attention to detail the past you know, <laughs> few days. I don't know, Andrew. It seems just prudent to do that. So I always you, try to you, turn off my notifications, but you know. Have you noticed that uh, in applying to jobs, you're, you're more detail-oriented than you might other be? You're not, you're not leaving things on the counter and lighting them on fire? that's very funny andrew dude it's just tedious work you know it's just the tedium of going through with a little fine-tooth comb as they say which by the way is an idiom referring to lice on people's heads did you know that i had no idea that was about lice also nitpicking if you're going to be nitpicky that is about picking lice out of people's heads huh so so (laughs) Mm -hmm. Just keeping so, it classy right away, Andrew. So the the lice pickers, they're they're known to be yeah. pedantic. They're known to be uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess. Uh, no, you, I know you that would think because that would be a skill that would be that would be praised, right? If if you can go and take the time mm. to go yeah. through all of the individual hairs with the well, fine tooth comb, you think that would be a much sought after kind. of I suppose prize. the connotation of the term <laughs> could have changed and you know evolved over the years, but I that is something I have caused to know because. Not my children, but my friends' children, you know, school children back in the day when people met in public and did things, would get lice. You know, there'd be like lice outbreaks in the elementary school, and mm-hmm. nothing makes a mother feel more hysterical than thinking that her children has lice. I mean, it's like, the, it's a really horrible feeling for a mother. I mean, like, 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 I bet. psychically freaks you out. And so then we had occasion to learn about things like, you know what, that's what going through things with a fine tooth comb means. So anyway, you know, just job applying is, you know, every job you have to uh, cater the cover letter to their exact terms. And I just applied for two jobs where I was able to use the exact same cover letter because it was two jobs at the same company. And that feels like I got away with something today. So I'm actually in a pretty good mood about that. <laughs> Golly, it's just brutal. But it does feel like there are... More positions opening and actively hiring. You know, for the past month, holidays and whatnot, um, it just felt like nothing was happening. So we live in hope. Yeah, I know that, uh, you know, things certainly slow down over the holidays. But I stopped making calls on the economy and employment a long time ago. Mm-hmm, we've got mm-hmm. uh, we've got people invading the capital mm-hmm, and stocks mm-hmm. are at all time highs. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's a whole new garbage fire celebration in the world. Nobody knows anything. And on that note, I get to a comedy at has, all-time highs. <laughs> mm-hmm. Comedy has opened back up a little bit in Denver. So tonight, I have a show, and then in the next week, I have two more shows, and even more on wow. the horizon. I You're know that feels it. great. Yeah, but that too. Then it's like you know, booking and oh, working on making tickets. It's just I've just been in a mode of uh, work. Well, I've been 
back making out with my computer again for the past few days. So that's probably why I was more aware than usual of notifications and whatnot. You've been back making out with your computer. What does that mean? It's back you in know, your hands spending, or you're physically uh, smooching it? Well, no, I'm not doing that. That would be crazy. I don't like robots like that. No, I just mean I've been, there were days there when during shutdown and things, days during the past freaking nine months, is it now, where I barely <laughs> touched my machine, you know, really, because it was like I couldn't stand it and I had to go out and dig in the garden or do sidewalk chuck. But lately, because the work demands it, I've just been spending hours a day at my laptop again. Happy to say it's functioning great. I have to go add Apple Care Plus, though, to this machine that they so kindly sent me. It's pretty great, man. It's pretty powerful. I do not love my new trackpad. I think that you showed me how to make some adjustment, adjustments to it and need to go back. I, it's just also my nails are longer than they've ever been in my life. My natural nails. Oh, I don't like that. I don't no, either. Not necessarily about you. I just don't like long nails myself. I, I, know I don't that either. Feeling it's driving me nuts. They get away from you. And you haven't clipped them in a, in a week or two. Well, mine's and, on purpose because I've been having nice manicures and they look gorgeous, but uh, they've been growing out and staying strong and not breaking. But mm-hmm. I hate it. I got to go have them cut down tomorrow. I can't stand it. No, I mean, like the sound of my nail on the trackpad. Ugh. Yuck. Yeah, I hate that. When I, when I, I can, it. when I notice my nails when I'm typing, that's when I know it's, it's gotten yeah. too bad to. Me too. It's, it's un, untenable. Untenable. I can't stand it. And it's also been, you know, less gardening and things like that. Sidewalk Chuck hasn't even, uh, I've done a little bit of that. It hasn't, hasn't destroyed them. I've just been taking care of my nails. And in winter, that's good for me because the dryness really, bugs me. So they look beautiful and they'll be fancy for my show tonight, but uh uh-uh, tomorrow I'm going and having this read. I can't take it. Untenable. (laughs) Untenable situation. Andrew, it was so fun to see you in your house. Yeah, it's great having you over. You were uh, were some of the earliest visitors we've had. I know. It's so agreeable and gray. Um, But no, you know what? It really warmed my heart. I think I told you guys. It is so lovely, especially to see Mrs. Bridges, Miss Delaney, just um, there you are in your dream home, living your dream life, and the joy. And I just it it gave me fullness of heart. As I left, I was just giddy. Wow! Too freaking far away, though. We're never doing a drop in, and the next time we come down, we're gonna have to st- spend the night in the extra room because can't can't drink anything and, and drive all the way back to civilization. That's true. It is it is way the hell out there, and I feel that when people come over, I have to thank them three times for making the trip. Yeah, you do. It's true. It really is far away. But it won't be forever. I mean, you've picked a cool... It's going to be, you know, as as you raise your family in that house, there's going to be stuff around it. I mean, it's going to be great. You get to be there for the, the fun of the... A, a developing community. You really get to be uh, founding fathers of your community. Right, we can we can put our stamp on it. Yeah, we you can. make can. it our own. Yeah, yeah. But no, it's great. And it, And you certainly have enough room for me to have my own room for a little while. <laughs> you filling that house up with stuff? Not really. Really? Um, si- since you were here, we haven't added anything big or anything major. We've made a couple <laughs> grocery runs. We've been cooking a lot more, which is fun. <laughs> oh, your kitchen's uh, fantastic. But like the, the the things that we were missing before, we have ordered like the dining room table, and they're not supposed to be here until later this month because of the the global slowdown in production. I can't take it the also because of shipping i mean we you and i had the experience with our mackintosh bush professionals getting lost in the mail but right mm-hmm. now i had a delivery that said and it came from a company that 
hmm, you expect good delivery, whatever. Ordered online. Shame. I guess, but it also makes me. It just it 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 betrays what a spoiled little bitch I am. I got a gift card for Lululemon for Christmas, Mm -hmm. and I mean, I I don't know if we've discussed this in the past. They make really good, you know, prosumer gear. A I'm, wearing, from, I'm wearing prosumer yoga pants right now. Exactly. Uh, not, not not like the stretchy tight ones, but the ones for men. Sure, they have sure. Uh, ABC, anti-ball crushing technology. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, uh, they've got all the delightful. technology. I've de- I d- I discovered years ago that my predilection for being friends with another woman is inversely proportional to how many Lululemon tags she's got on her person at any given time. That's right. You the know, more Lululemon, it, the more you hate her. Kinda, it's a little lifestyle thing, but uh, you gotta admit they're pretty freaking awesome. And you know, a couple of pairs of Lululemon, lemon, Lulu lemmings, leggings in my life. <laughs> mm-hmm, lemmings, actually. That's, yeah, that's mm-hmm. the exact relationship I have with Apple, where I really mm-hmm. hate them, mm-hmm. but I also love the stuff. Mm-hmm. So okay, so I'm a spoiled little bitch. So I got a gift card. So I ordered two. I mean, I did the research and I didn't want to go into the mall and try on clothes and all of that. So I said, I am going to do this online. Fantastic. Well, I got a notification the other day that my package was dropped off. When I came home, there was no package from that company here. So now it's under investigation, Andrew. And actually, I haven't done this yet. I'm pretty sure it wasn't delivered to my house because I get an alert when anybody rings the doorbell or comes, you know, in within right, right, you've got a camera. camera. Right there. I actually have to go back and look at that because then I can prove to them. But that happened that very same day. I got a delivery that did come on time, and included in this delivery is a personalized gift for you and your new home. Ooh, there's a flaw in it, so I have to deal with that and send it back. <laughs> that uh, and right now I have two pairs. I was so excited to come home and get my Lululemon leggings. I mean, I was fantasizing about throwing out my other trash leggings and like just I'm so excited about this. And now they're nowhere to be found. And, you know, they're asking me, <laughs> oh, and it's all the robot chats and oh my god and at one point it was like hey have you asked your neighbors or looked behind the planters and your you know sometimes like, packages like are put on the porch robot. behind a thing not my responsibility and yeah i've looked behind the planters yeah i did um and two other packages were delivered that day as i say one that included a gift for you which i now have to deal with getting that remedied and a comic friend of mine just bought a gun and so he had the ammunition delivered to my front porch <laughs> does does your does your comic friend not have an address? He has a an apartment, and he was worried that it would get stolen, or that they might not deliver it to an apartment building and leave it. Mm-hmm. So he asked, "Can I please have my bullets or whatever?" So now he can get all shooty. But that package was here. The other package was here. Nothing from Lululemon. Um, and a little package that I mailed to somebody on the East Coast. Oh, well over a week ago, and paid. The priority, you know, what's it called? Prior, expri- priority sure. mail? You, you paid extra. You, you wanted hasn't, it to get there faster been there. and you hasn't wanted it to it get there. It hasn't shown up. So I know that this is not unique and it's not even that interesting because half of the podcasts that I listen to, people are complaining about this. But it is stunning. It's stunning. We, I mean, I have grown to rely on things like, you know, the mail, whatever. It's not interesting, but it is. it has been part of my day, Andrew. <laughs> I know that feeling, and that mm-hmm. sucks. It sucks mm. that so much of your your um uh, that, that you've got so much. You're dedicating so much mind 
to shipping because it's one of those things that should just work and you shouldn't have to think about it. So you should order stuff. It should show up. And then there's there's no more reason. There's no more cause to think about shipping. Did but, you hear Merlin Mann detailing about like how I think it was DoorDash and how he's or one of those services where he's going, it works so perfectly until it doesn't. And once it doesn't work is when you get into the folly of, you know, the communication stuff where you're yelling at you're yelling at people on the phone like I was with John from Apple, go, you know, going, <laughs> yeah, I understand you're sorry. <laughs> You can shove your sorries in a sack, mister. I don't know. Anyway, well, Happy New Year. Same to you. You got any big uh, any big plans for the new year? Any large resolutions? No, I don't do that. I mean, I would love to get a job, as I have discussed. And the fact that comedy is open again makes me real happy. I did a Zoom show last Sunday night, and I actually got a clip of it, and it's good. Uh, I was proud of that set, and I'm excited for tonight. Tonight I'm just performing, and then... Uh, Wednesday night, my open mic will be back, and that's me, I mean, working hard for three hours, but it's fun. And then Friday night's my show at Ironton is coming back where I am the producer and the booker, and those shows, it's, and it's been one? great. Well, they've got it now, and it's it's in a tent outdoors, but, you know, these are mm-hmm. not really outdoor tents because now we've lifted some of those restrictions, and they've got big, giant heaters, so we no longer have to have bring-your-own-chairs and blankets and stuff. It should be perfectly comfortable no matter the weather. That's great. Yeah, because indoor dining is a little bit open again, as we have discussed. I'm excited for that. I uh, I miss sitting down, having a restaurant, having someone bring my food for me. I'm not your slave, drizzle it on for me. Uh, I know. We just... were doing lots of outdoor in the tents, but, you know, when, like, they really did have to keep two openings open and all of this. And, I mean, I just... Because I could, I whatever. I, even with my family on the day um, we r- remembered my father's death, your birthday, by the way, which I didn't remember. Those were the same date. We went out for lunch. Mom took us out for lunch, and we're sitting on metal chairs in this sort of open tent on a day that's like you know, mm, thirty-five degrees, maybe. Ooh, I just got used to my feet being really cold all the time while I ate, and then like. Oh, downtown at Capitol Grill, we we were having just a little, we thought, we'll have a little afternoon snack sitting in one of these tents. And, you know, you can't order anything without the food getting cold. Right, right. (laughs) So it's just like the things things we would not have abided in the the before times, you know, like sitting outdoors, freezing, watching my lobster biscuit cold. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Just to be out and doing something. I know it. So anyway, uh, for my year, yeah, I just hope to be, you know, gainfully employed again and someone else paying my benefits and yay comedy. That's fun. And as it opens up, if it does, who the hell knows? But it is sort of interesting to me to try to get some shows in other towns, you know, places where I where I know people mm-hmm. and to book some because small town comedy, as we have talked about, is where it's at. They love me. So, yay. Yeah, Getting more that's shows. great. Yeah, bring it. For for my 2021, I'm hoping for a less eventful year. I'm hoping not to get married. I'm hoping not to move. Yeah. Uh, it's it's 2020 was a surprisingly good year for Andrew, as as uh, things tend to. It, it just seems things happen that way, right? When when everyone else is in misery, uh, everything turns out okay for me. Yeah, everything's coming up bridges, really, all the That's time. Right, uh, Golden mm-hmm. Boy. Golden Boy. Um, Golden Boy. But we're, yeah, you we're had a big, big exciting this year. Next year. Yeah, well, hmm, we'll see about that. When you want to make God laugh, tell God your plans, Andrew. (laughs) 
I am hoping uh, for a more exciting year when everything I believe in and know and need and have set myself up for doesn't just go away. That's what I'm hoping for. But hey, everything's fine. I'm in a... You you say that, but I feel like 2020 was a big year for you uh, in the same way. I I feel like you became a much bigger deal in this town. Uh, You you stopped telling yourself that you weren't going to try to be a comic and you (laughs) became a comic. You got your... your, uh, You ran at least one show. You had several other things. I feel like you you gained a lot of momentum in 2020. I did. I did. And it was because when the ladder one has to climb just went away, burned to ashes. I got to jump over some non-existent rungs. That's a really, that's a lame little metaphor I chose to go down there. Um, (laughs) But yeah, no, I did. I produced a lot of shows and I made money doing comedy, which that's right. I never thought I would do. And yes, I'm a very big deal in this town. It's it's kind of, um, when when you think about the the mental anguish that, uh, that went on this year and all of the craziness, uh, both literal craziness and metaphorical craziness. Uh, I do think for for both you and I, it was a pretty good year. Yeah. Ultimately, it was for me. And yeah, we ended that year, the last few months of that year, with some pretty great stuff in my personal life. So yay for me. But yeah, that's why it's hard to... But you know, that was uh, on the heels of some abject depression that was starting to worry even me, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but hey, you enjoyed some chimichurri made from the fruits of my garden way that back in the time. By the way, not good. I know. Flash froze the mint and the cilantro from my garden to make that for Christmas, which was great. So yeah, uh, yeah that's. So I mean, I think back of that year, mint, you got some cilantro. What, yeah. what else goes into a chimichurri? Well, in my version, which I only barely follow a recipe, as you know, uh, in there was uh some. Heat. We had, I think there's some red pe- pepper flakes, and I think a little pepper also from my garden, and garlic, and oil and vinegar, salt and pepper. That's a so, lot like Frank's Red Hot. I put that shit on everything. Put that shit on everything. Oh, do you? Are you putting the chimichurri on everything? Well, I did until it went away. Went away. That's too bad. Yeah, I know. I do too. I put it on every. It's good. It's good with everything. Um, but I just think about when I think of my 2020 year. It was brick by brick building that meditation pathway, which was then a bumper crop of a garden, you know, the victory garden. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. I mean, listen, we all shine on. That's how it always is, isn't it? Oh, and my uh, book got shouted out by a cool podcast. So I haven't even looked really because I just don't look. They send me my checks for royalties when they send them. But I should also just see because they plugged my website twice. I should go and look at my analytics because I've there's God, there had to be an increase. Yeah, in, I'd in be interested to website. see that. Yeah, me too, but I haven't done that yet. Because, again, that sounds tedious and boring. Um, (laughs) But I've made more of those videos for that. uh, It's called Laugh Gallery, and they've been buying those. They just bought one today. So that's cool. Yeah, there's good stuff on the horizon. No doubt about it. I tell you what. No doubt about it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, what else? What's happening? What do you want to talk about? I don't know. You know, I got uh, homeownery things that I suppose we could Mm. talk about, but that doesn't excite me a whole lot. Mm. Uh, We got, I don't know, plans for 2021. We've kind of covered that, I suppose. Mm -hmm. I got nothing, Phil Holm. We should just just wrap it up. Call it good. I mean, we can. It's 20 minutes in. (laughs) Nothing wrong with that. Um, Yeah. 
Boy, that's fascinating content right there. <laughs> uh, we've been rewatching Seinfeld. Oh, I like bit. that. Yeah, you, you do good. have a little spike in your Beyond Mama Bear numbers, by the way. I'm looking at do uh, Squarespace right now. Oh God, that's funny. You can still look at that. Just a little spike. Uh, so you had another big spike last year in April. I don't remember what was going on in April last huh. year. Uh, of 2020? I think so. Huh. Yeah. That was literally when the world shut down. Oh, I wonder if that's when I was, yeah, probably was doing, I wonder if that's when I was posting some videos like my YouTube channel. I might've just, you know, cause I was doing some little stay at home, yeah, how to deal videos. with the pandemic videos for parents of teenagers. I've taken all of the dirty comedy off the, off the internet again. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of a, a funny thing you do where you um <laughs> sure <laughs> where, where you put it out there and then you take it back and you put it out there. It reminds me of this thing. I think it's from some kind of movie or a television show uh, where you've got your skirt on and you show them a little leg and then you take it right back. I think that's a, a scene from a movie. I mean, could do you know, be any. No, I don't know what you're talking about. Mm. I'll, I'll see if I can find something. Benny Hill this. show? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, no, it is like that. Well, and I put up the dirty stuff again, the blue stuff, because I was submitting to some comedy shows, you know, virtually and in person. And so I want them to see that. But I, I can just make it private and give them the link on YouTube. But it's kind of funny. I've gone and taken it all down again. And then the other day, um, on a computer not mine, because obviously... It knows me. Um, oh, that's the other thing. I'm waiting for another freaking package. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Back to this, though. Okay, I ordered new blinds for my bedroom. Okay, Ooh, blackout I'm a, blinds. I'm a blind hanging motherfucker. I can hang blinds Are like you? nobody's business. You might. Can you come over? I don't want to do that. <laughs> I know I can, but I'm also like, that feels like measuring. And, you know, I have an old house, so it's probably not going to be perfectly level. That li- I know I can do that, but it really sounds like a project I do not want to do. Anyway... Those were supposed to come yesterday, and this morning I went, hey, those didn't come. So I went back to the email with the FedEx tracking number, and all day today, guess what? Guess what? Guess what function doesn't work on FedEx's website today? <laughs> the ability to track your package. What is happening? Okay, so it's just a whole shipping. Ugh. Uh, anyway, Joe went on his computer and looked me up to see what you could find that might be detrimental to me getting a big girl job. And then, of course, we had that discussion like they're going to find out that this is what I do. And any company, as long as I'm not wearing, you know, company logo T-shirt and burning down the Capitol or whatever, surely they can (laughs) handle it. And I'm, "Eh, you know what? And really, when I worked at the university, one of my jobs as we vetted applicants for a variety of jobs was to go and check out their socials and to see what bullshit they might out out there yeah and you know so i mean it's like ah, we've decided you and i within the past year and a half that i'm gonna wrap it all into the same brand and not lie about it and actually right now i have my links for tickets ticket sales and i will continue to build it out with all of my shows whether they're mine or i'm just featuring or whatever on my beyond mama bear site i have a page now that just says comedy not all of it will be about teenagers I'm going to try to work in a little bit of teenager material every set I do because then I can sell books in the back of the room. Um, but that just that's that makes the most sense to have one landing page for everything. Um, anyway, so, we, you know, we just talked about it, that I can integrate the the fact that I am divorced and tell dirty jokes and you made me clear it with my sons and they're both OK with it. 
I don't, did I tell you this, that George told me that several of his friends and teammates at college and even like friends from high school have said to him, hey, George, so your mom, or he tells them, my mom, my mom does stand-up comedy and they go and they look me up. George and Augie don't look at it. And they come I would not and they advertise say, that. I know, but get this. <laughs> they come to him and it's very funny to me and it reminded me of you and Delaney. Uh, they come and they say, so George, uh, does your... You kids are grown. Your mom says that she has middle school sons. Uh, d- who had the girlfriend who carried a skateboard around? And George is like, it's not true, you guys. And he just thinks it's really funny. And he he told me that he explains it like, listen, she taught a lot of high school students, you know, d d d d d. And George can handle this, but I just think it's funny that that his friends are worried about the veracity of the comedy. And you and Delaney once said that too at the Clean Comedy Contest in 2019. That was your first note to me. It was like, well, you started by saying I have a son in middle school and that's not true. So it kind of threw us. I'm like, oh my God, it's a little character I play. I, I say whatever is going to serve the set, you guys. But that's funny. And I, but the, the well, good think, news is. I think the uh, experience of having someone you know do stand up comedy, mm-hmm. I think is different than surprisingly different there's a there's a lot that comes along with that that you don't get if you just go to see a stand-up comedy show presented by strangers oh right? sure they're, they're, it's it's uh you know I, i'm sitting there thinking oh my goodness did that just really come out of her mouth what, mm-hmm. what must her her sons think what do i mm-hmm. think mm-hmm. oh lord mm-hmm. like there's there's a whole nother layer of mm-hmm. analysis going on there so mm-hmm. like w- when you do start your set that way with something i know to be untrue that throws me off my game and i have an even <laughs> harder time separating i know <laughs> uh, separating the mrs philholm comedy from the mrs philholm i know Sure. Because it's just, uh, you've got to put yourself in a different headspace. I know. I just think it's funny that George's 21-year-old friends have come to him with that beef about my comedy. And it strikes me that that is all they have seen. Because like on my website, if you just Google my name and go to lisalanephilholm.com, you'll see only my clean stuff there. The mostly clean, you know, the teenager stuff. And I'm like, well, George, this is a really good entry point for them because you've then explained to them it's not all true. It's a little character she plays on stage. Then if and when they find the blue material, they can, they, they've already been prepped that maybe my mom is just <laughs> saying things. Oh, can you imagine the experience of being someone who's dating me and going and hearing all of this stuff, whether it's about him or not? And sometimes it totally is. Oh, You should put together a, a coloring book, a um, scrapbook, uh, you know, tips for, for being related to dating or yeah. whatever, a comic. I just found a note in my notebook, um, my joke books that said it was like a joke I thought about telling and maybe I told it at some point. I don't know of like dating a guy who, you know, like I caught him Googling how to love a comedian. <laughs> like, oh, that's the nicest thing. At least they're it, trying. Oh, boy. It takes a lot. Um, it takes a lot. It takes a lot. On last Monday, I told jokes Okay, here's another funny thing about dating a comic. We're calling him his name. His name is Joe. And he comes to, he loves comedy. He really does. And he's actually really um, helpful to me. He gives me good notes and has studied comedy for real. Like a lot of guys on Match would be like that, like, oh, I love stand-up. I love loud, funny women. Oh, I love stand-up com- comedians. And I would be like, mm. eventually I realized that just means they have complicated relationships with their mothers. Um, but... He really does. He's a student of the game. So he's been coming around to open mics because that's what we've 
had mostly since I've met him. And then we had the second shutdown, whatever. So he's seen me in some shows and those are really fun. But he's come to a few open mics and all the guys like him because he's a good laugher and he's a great guy. So the comics all adore him and he can hang. But last Monday, uh, my one of my comic friends said, I wondered when... I wonder when Joe was going to break because he was like, ah, why do people come so unprepared? Why do people come so whatever? You know, why why do they say the same material? Why is it? Well, why is it so bad? And I was like, yeah, it's open mics. You can't judge me. I did brand new material that had never come out of my mouth before. And it's like, you know, it's embarrassing. You never want somebody to judge you on an open mic. We're practicing. But we also want civilians there. So it's a funny little push me, pull you. But we, I, I think we've kind of decided that uh, unless there's some extenuating circumstances, Joe doesn't have to come to open mics anymore. That's funny. He graduated. You did it with me. Yeah, it well, broke it's a him. mood. It's like uh, riding it's your a mood. skateboard and drinking ocean spray. It's a mood. Mm-hmm. It is a mood. It is. There's, it there's is a definitely, mood. Definitely, I, I can't say that uh, open mic comedy is not fun because every time I go, I always I always get a kick out of it. And sometimes the kick is not that it's the, the material is funny, but that the people trying out the material are funny. It's schadenfreude is what it is. You're yeah. laughing at our misery is what it is. I, well, know, I, don't, exactly. I don't know about that. Not mm. necessarily your misery, but maybe your buffoonery and mm-hmm. your... Uh, and I, I, I always think of celery bush, right? That for I know some you reason do. that's Isn't the funniest that funny? thing I've ever seen in my life. And it's going to so stick funny. with me forever. I know it, but I do well, have some real time follow up on. Uh, okay. Well, I just, well, I always want to follow up on that. Let's, let's put a button on that. You enjoy the subculture and so do I. Right. And I think that new to the scene, it's always kind of interesting to see these people and how I relate to them and how we do our work. But then at a certain point, night after night, that is not for the faint of heart. You know, that's that's not for civilians. Okay, right. what's your real-time follow-up? Uh, give them a little leg and take it right back is a clip from The Cosby Show. I'm sorry, what? Oh. Right. Give and them a little leg and take it right. It's a quotation, you say. It's a quotation. And there's a, there's a bit. And I think, I don't remember whose father he is, whether he's Cliff's father or, you remember the wife's name in? Um, Felicia Rashad. Uh, yeah. Claire. Man. Claire. Also, too soon. I don't think we're allowed to talk about Bill Cosby anymore. I think, I'm kidding. I'm I, kidding. I I'm kidding. Are. I don't know. This is, this is good for kidding. you to weigh in on, right? I'm he's kidding. Uh, he's uh, so old and senile, and is he still alive? Even? I don't know. Like he, he's he's bad enough. That that's a real question. That I do not know the answer to. Uh-huh. Uh, okay, so one of the fathers, one of the grandfathers on the show, was counseling someone about that. Yeah, it looks like they're sitting at a table. I haven't been able to watch this because I've been listening to you. Oh, but. Uh, you know, they're, all the grandchildren are right there. And I kind of remember this from... Is he doing an act out of that? Like a man is going, give him a little leg and pull it right back? Mm-hmm. Huh. Absolutely. Yeah, so I'll, I'll put this this YouTube yeah. clip in the um, show notes. Send it. Uh, that sounds funny. And it also just sounds problematic because Bill Cosby and sexual anything. But, you know. He's not even in this clip, so it's all no, good. I mean, it's safe. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's, fine. <laughs> it's all fine. Uh, have you been watching or listening to anything new that's great? I've been watching. I subscribed to BritBox, uh, and uh-huh. I, I grew up watching all kinds of British comedies, and they were, um, like, growing up in the, the 90s and early 2000s, in order to grow up on British comedies, like, you had to wait for the VHS and then... Uh, you get you get that and you watch it over and over. And my mother is a British comedy devotee, mm-hmm. devotee, and she, literature too. She brought you up some with some lovely 
British classics. Totally. And I, so I watched these television shows over and over and over again growing up. And it's very, uh, you know, whatever 1970s British humor was is what I was mm-hmm. getting in the 90s and early 2000s. And it's all on this uh, app called BritBox. So mm-hmm. as soon as the, the Mandalorian played its last episode, I ditched Disney Plus. I got BritBox. Oh. And now I'm watching Are You Being Served, which is just the oh, yeah. like, um, dumbest, most uh, yeah. uh, mindless. I mean, it's it's the 70s and 80s version mm-hmm. of Parks and Rec, right? It's, yeah, it's, it's funny and it's suggestive in a it. way that you probably can't put on TV anymore. Uh, I don't <laughs> but know, you can it's, put it's so good. much more graphic shit on TV now, you know? Isn't that funny? Yeah, that's good. That sounds delightful and pleasant. One thing I've been obsessing about is where can I go winter paddleboarding? Oh, you want to go winter winter paddleboarding? Yeah, you know I do. Memory of a goldfish. You have long ago said you were out for capers anymore because you're old and boring now. Well, I so, know. I know. Around uh, this time, you're usually trying to coerce me into going to Evergreen and jumping into a frozen lake, which is true not story. My jam. I looked it up. Didn't happen this year. Looked it up. Tried to do it. Joe would do it with me, but there was no place to go. Um, but yeah, winter paddleboarding. I was very dismayed to find that actually. You can't take watercraft on any of the reservoirs that I would have done it in town. Like, it's actually not allowed from, like, October through March or whatever, blah, 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 whether it's frozen or not. The little pond in my neighborhood, ooh, maybe this week it's warming up enough, where I think would be perfect because it's just real quick put in. I just want to get on the water because it's funny. I, I'm not going to spend an hour, you know. Um, You're going to fall th- in and get hypothermia, Mrs. I'm Bohm. not going to fall It's going to turn into in. a medical event. I don't fall in. <laughs> and <laughs> you have to, you have to. Uh, so we, we started this show when I was 25 and you were 50. Mm-hmm. And uh, eventually you're going to have to come to terms with the Merlin man philosophy. You need to look at everything you're doing right now and think, would I be comfortable writing this on an emergency room form? <laughs> yeah, I know. I understand that. I'm making a joke tonight, I think, about how much it sucks getting old. And the line is, I threw my back out playing solitaire, <laughs> the card game, um, all by myself. So I know. I know. Well, I would. I would be proud at 52 years old to say that I was trying to winter paddleboard. I don't think I'm going to fall in. I don't think I'm going to fall in. But that little pond near my home is frozen over and that is not fun to take <laughs> I a paddleboard say on. unpatrolled which is which is also true and exactly where you're headed <laughs> yeah and i've told you i have circumnavigated that body of water and seen with my own eyeballs that it does not there is nothing posted about you can't go on there you make it sound heroic right you, you sound like well, magellan yeah. going around the world yeah right <laughs> i'm conquering this new... small body of water <laughs> i know looking, looking so hard I've, I've been seeking with my eyes and my my telescoping <laughs> uh i don't know whatever my telescoping telescope looking for signage uh-huh, telling uh-huh. me i cannot go here there is Correct. none <laughs> there is none. I shall proceed. But it's frozen. So the other answer that I, the, my best answer now where I don't think it's forbidden, but mm, and I haven't seen anyone do it in the winter winter. But if you did, you should have a wetsuit is, you know, Confluence Park down at the confluence of the the creeks and the rivers mm-hmm. downtown. But that's moving water. And I'm not I've never really done paddleboarding on the river. I'm not afraid of it. I don't think I'll fall, but I don't. No. And I don't know what would happen. So that, however, there I'm in civilization. So there's no emergency. If I fall in and get cold, I'm five minutes away from warmth. 
Yeah, I've been doing a lot of thinking about that, Andrew. I mean, a lot of thinking about that. I don't know. I mean, growing up in Colorado, we don't have a uh, file card on wetsuits here. But I feel like in temperatures this cold, like in the 30s and 40s, you probably need a dry suit. Yeah, you're probably right. I don't know. I don't even wear shoes when I paddleboard. <laughs> and that doesn't You must not do a lot of paddleboarding in January. I don't. I've never done it. It just doesn't it seem fun. Listen, this is the time of year where I want to get into water because I have it for a while. We're going to make it happen. Hot springs. Hot springs are a better option. That is a much better option. You should go up to Glenwood. You should take your paddleboard. There's probably very few people there. Uh, and and you could you could float your, your watercraft uh, just out in the middle of the big pool. Yeah, I suppose. That might be fun. I don't it think might be fun let to go me. up to Glenwood Springs right now. We're going to go to Breckenridge next week. Looking That'll for be a hot, nice. I like, I like hot tub. Even a hot tub would be good. Um, <laughs> you need a smaller paddleboard. <laughs> I mean, a bath. I just want to get into water. Getting on top of the water on a paddleboard is a completely different caper. I just think it would be funny. I think the pictures would be funny. And you I think the experience are... would be funny. It's it's almost as if you were one of my peers, but uh, <laughs> ten, 10 years ago, where, you know, in, uh, Instagram, Instagram, social media is new and exciting. We do everything for the lols, right? We, we, we want to we go and lay across the two escalator things and spin around because of the lols. Sure. We want to we paddleboard on the hot tub because of the lols. Picture it didn't like, happen. Uh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. I know. It's not really for, I mean... I, it's not really for the pictures, it's for the experience, but the pictures will be freaking hilarious. And yeah, I would post them <laughs> on my social media. I am. I am a basic 14-year-old bitch is what I am. I don't care. Make sure you Just as long as people spice, buy my book. Right? <laughs> and my Lululemon package, if it ever gets here. I'm so... That's it a nice really full circle, Mrs. Philholm. Thanks, man. It's called a callback. <laughs> We're bringing it. We're bookending the show. And all right. We'll talk next time. Sounds good. Catch you later, Mrs. Phil. Okay. Bye, Andrew. Bye.